just the right secret sauce, you know? Right? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. We're behind a little bit, but, you know, it's not like we've been doing nothing. We just are doing lots of other things. Yeah. Being out there in the community, finally. Yes. After a year and a half. Doesn't that feel good? It does. It feels good to see people again. Um, but this month is special for ARCs in general because it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Let's see, it's Thursday, so a little less than a week we have our Warren County Memorial event. So yeah. where we um, go to, it's on Justice Drive. What, it is, what yeah, the Memorial is on Justice Drive. Uh, here in Lebanon, and that is, they have like a statue yeah. and, and all that, and that's names, where we, right? yep, the names, and yeah. that's where we go and memorialize uh, the people who've, uh, you know, uh, died yeah. by domestic violence, yeah. so. Um, unfortunately, we've added two more names to the list. Yes, we have. So, but it will be a good time to, you know, honor their memory, and hopefully family and friends will come. So if you're listening, you're invited to that as well. October twentieth, um, six p.m. Uh, near the Domestic Violence Awareness Memorial. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Long words. Um, well, and I wish it would be so nice to have so many people come because yeah. it's one of those things where I think the more people that come, the more awareness that's being raised around mm-hmm. uh, and understanding the impact of domestic violence. Yeah, and, stuff, and I think so. just the more love shared, you know, like. Just when people come together and recognize that, like, we've gone through terrible things. Yeah. But, like, we have survived. Some people haven't, but we're blessed enough to be here. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Well, and I think, too, I mean, it's, we've had confirmation back, <clears throat> excuse me, had confirmation back from uh, families of the, yeah. uh, of the deceased who have reached out and said, thank you so much for the support. Thank you. So, I mean, come for them, too. You know, yeah. show support mm-hmm. for them because that really helps them validate uh, that their loved ones had meaning and purpose and are right. part of the change. Oh, so gosh, my heart. I know, it's right? Just a it's, little bit, just a lot of it. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, with recent events around the tri-state area, but mm-hmm. just, you know, the whole country. I mean, domestic violence and intimate partner violence has gone up exponentially because of the pandemic. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was already up anyway, but already locking people in their houses really solved nothing not that it was a plan to solve anything but stopping covid yeah but anyway um it's just kind of made things worse absolutely uh but domestic violence awareness month has not always been around roy will you give us the lowdown on dvam yeah so uh it started it uh in 1987 and it really was the focus of it was just to bring together uh not only the people who work in the field uh Mm -hmm in ending domestic violence, but also uh, bring in the general community, the general public into an awareness of what's going on. Uh, It became uh, really almost right away a unified voice uh, trying to raise awareness through commercial campaigns. So in the late 80s, there was a real growth of uh, commercial campaigns and advertisements trying to depict uh, domestic violence, the impact of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oftentimes in the beginning, uh, some of the things I've seen was that uh, it was more of the the ill effects of it. Yeah. Uh, so like just you know very uh, almost almost uh, almost difficult commercials to watch because they looked yeah. it was very graphic and mm-hmm. you know it was let's show the harm and that's gonna st- you yeah. know cause people to change. Uh, but then I saw that a lot of the movement 
moved as they realized that wasn't really affecting change. While it was raising awareness, it wasn't really affecting yeah. change. It didn't ins- inspire people it's to... Kind of, I mean, I don't want to put it down too hard, but like scare tactics don't right. always work. Right. Like, yeah, so, uh, but it's evolved and now yeah. is uh, quite an amazing thing that we have not only just a whole month to celebrate it, but uh, nationally and internationally, there's just so much more conversation around it. There's so much more resources being yeah, provided now. For sure. And that all came from this movement starting yeah. to really... I mean, ARCS was founded in 85, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think so. We should know that, but... We should. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Sorry, Jane. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like in the 80s, this was a movement. I mean, oh, 70s and 80s were very... <laughs> a lot of things were coming to light. You yeah. know, people were actually talking about problems. So um, this it was one of them that got its own awareness month. Yep. With a thousand others in October. <laughs> right. But we like choose, my birthday. Yeah, like my yeah, birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's gonna be twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. <laughs> was, wasn't that? Uh, anyway. A lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was it a lie? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. We choose to honor and remember and recognize that this is still a problem and um, well, not honor the problem, but honor the people who have fallen to it or yeah. are experiencing it right now because um, there are plenty. There um, are some things that we would love for you listeners to know. Maybe you already know them, maybe you don't know them, um, but across the country, about one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence from an intimate partner. Um, so that, I mean, that could be marriage, but it also could just be, you know, anyone yeah, who's absolutely. dating each other. And it's not exclusive to just boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, no. husband. <laughs> like Any dating partner, whatever yeah, that looks like. Gender, absolutely. sex, like it doesn't matter. Um, and then in Ohio, about 38% of women and 33% of men will experience intimate partner violence. Um, and... Some of these stats are a little outdated, and I would love to see updated ones, especially after the pandemic. Um, we, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd love to see them, right? Well, it's going to be terrible. I guess you're right. <clears throat> I just like, am a little bit of a geek for data, so I'm yeah. excited that new data is going to come out. Absolutely. Um, but there was some real-time data. This involves sexual assault, which could be a part of intimate partner violence. Yeah. It also could not be. But anyway... Um, that RAIN, which is uh, houses the National Sexual Assault Hotline, experienced, I think, like, was a 99% increase in calls um, just over the past month. Wow. Oh, my gosh. The past month. So, like, well, there was a new documentary that came out um, about Allie Raceman and the whole Larry Nassar mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then, I mean, just people are seeing it more and more. Like, there's um, a new show on Netflix called Made. And I mistook it for when our, our uh, co-worker told us about it. I was thinking Made for, on MTV. Oh, see. So yeah. yeah, I was thinking, uh, uh, what is, what's that one movie? Made in Manhattan. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking just like a, That's funny. Yeah, a no, comedy romance movie. Um, very opposite. Yeah. Uh, romance, but in the very a terrible way. Um, but anyway, it's about a woman who is experiencing domestic violence and decides... Um, I haven't seen it, but I've had a couple people and I haven't watched kind of, it either. Kind so. of tell me about it. Um, but she leaves with her daughter, who's I, I think around five or so. Um, basically, I'm not in the middle of the night, but this that does happen. You know, just yeah. like you 
you really can't escape. She flees, yeah. She gets out when the opportunity presents yeah. itself. And but she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have finances. She doesn't have a place to live. They're homeless. So That's she, the title of the show, right? She works as a maid, does mm-hmm. maid service. Yeah, she finally mm-hmm. gets a job as a maid um, because, I mean, a lot of domestic violence survivors, their partner maybe took care of them the entire mm-hmm. time, made all the money. So what skills can That's they put on their resume? That's oftentimes part of the domestic violence mm-hmm. and abuse is and the cycle. Uh, control. And, absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, but I've just heard that it's a really uh, real show. Really real? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. really real. Um, but, but not reality. No, it's not based on someone's <clears throat> true life story, I don't no. think. Um, but just the way that the characters portray domestic violence is just like... And what is... Because, I mean, we've heard a little bit about the way domestic violence is portrayed in there. Some of the... Some of the barriers for survivors mm-hmm. uh, and victims of domestic violence... And that is, at least from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that her allegedly uh, going to get help and support, mm-hmm. she alleges that there's no physical violence, yeah. but it's just like emotional. And I think that's a challenge that the show is trying to portray is what if there are no injuries? Is right. that still domestic, domestic violence? Right, like she, do, she doesn't think she qualifies for stuff for survivors because right. she's like, there, I don't have any bruises. Um but while she's like in, I've seen like the preview for it. But while she's in, someone uh, was saying who was in there with her as well was saying like it starts with him, you know, throwing. This just happened to be a guy. It could be anyone, yeah. obviously. Um, starts with him throwing things. It started, then it moves to him like hitting things around you. Then you never know when that punch is going to be like your face, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so true because I mean, if someone has uncontrollable anger in a moment, like. You don't know exactly where it's going to be directed, and if he, he or she gets more and more confident, then, and they know they have control over you, and you won't say anything, and you won't leave. Why do you think people measure domestic violence based oh, on right, okay. physical harm versus? Because that's what they see in shows. I mean, uh, I mean, and and you can't see the bruises on someone's brain. Like you know what I mean? You can't see yeah. the trauma that is created. You can't see the emotional abuse, the neglect that maybe children experience from domestic violence. Um, then I would argue I think a lot of people see or measure domestic violence based on physical harm because this is what they see in the courts. It yeah. is so difficult to prosecute a domestic violence case. There's such low mm-hmm. success in prosecuting domestic violence cases. How much more difficult would it be if you are arguing if there's no physical evidence, no physical harm it's unquote. really hard for courts right. to measure emotional harm mm-hmm. and traumatic harm yeah for so. sure it's it's a tough situation it's yeah, a absolutely. tough issue um but there are plenty of resources out there i mean we talk about all this stuff um and hopefully if you are experiencing this or you know someone experiencing this um this is a first great step is just to listen about it and learn about it yeah um maybe but, watching this show i mean i'm interested yeah. in now actually watching the show because mm-hmm. i would like to you know maybe revisit the conversation yeah. around what you know whatever the show presents like yeah. what is this and my and friend who this? said she watched it actually you saying that reminded me she said like it's kind of slow like yeah. each episode is an hour it's slow but the character development is really good and I was like, in my head, I was like, that's domestic violence. It's slow right. and torturous. It's like, doesn't I mean, have to be right away, right? Yeah, it's so. usually over time. And that's why people can't flee, because they are 
so connected to that person that yeah. how are they going to survive with on their own? They're not. And in most cases, love that person because mm-hmm. that person have kids and they have children. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't. They oftentimes didn't start out that way. It was like you said. It, it was this. They were very charismatic and they developed a relationship mm-hmm. and the, you know fell in love and whatever it is. Yeah. And then things start to seep out. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're in a situation where you have all this codependency. Yeah. It might be a year later. It might be. 20 years later maybe five who knows like yeah um there are resources i mean you can if you want to go to rain.org that's uh more sexual assault stuff if Mm -hmm. you know if that's happening you can call that hotline we have a 24-hour um seven day a week crisis hotline it's (laughs) 888-860-40484 that was a wild laugh yeah yeah, because i almost said four eight because a little dyslexia it's fine okay um anyway you can call that line 24 7 we'll put it in the show notes um and there even if you're not in warren county like our shelter specifically for warren county you can still call um and there are other shelters around the area definitely around ohio but um within the tri-state area absolutely and if you call and you know if that is uh if you find yourself in a position where you are going to be calling that number and wondering what help can we even offer anyways Mm -hmm. our services are all the way from you know providing actual physical shelter mm-hmm. uh, for victims and their families uh, to legal advocacy, mm-hmm. uh, really helping navigate the court systems and the, all those things uh, to counseling services yep. to free counseling uh, yeah free counseling services to uh, helping a person then move out of the shelter mm-hmm. and get their own place and develop you know some economic independence and some freedoms mm-hmm. uh, so our yeah. services are really all the way through yeah. and very supportive we have yeah. the best team i have ever worked with and known so Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you learned a few new things today um that's our hope for you and uh, if you need us 